everybody, it's Payday, and you're listening to The Payday Podcast with your host, Samantha Mantra, me. Today's episode, we are going to talk all about how to leave your job. This is today's episode of The Payday Podcast. So, you got paid today. You're looking at your check, and you might be thinking you need to leave your job, or at least half of you listening probably do. We are in an unprecedented job market right now, and it's a direct effect of the year 2008, the year 2020, and this year, this little thing called COVID. If you are a quote-unquote white-collar worker with at least a year's experience, your skills are probably highly in demand somewhere, and you have a lot of negotiating room in the job market. And between burnout, both pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, and the terrible management of employees last year, they're calling it the Great Resignation. People are just quitting, quitting in droves. And whether or not those folks re-enter the job market, it presents an unprecedented opportunity for those of us who are looking to up our compensation and negotiate for more flexibility at work and over the course of our entire careers, to be quite frank. There's been a lot of coverage on this topic. There are companies that I won't even name who have made it very easy for their talent to quit. Companies who've given their employees zero bonuses, zero motivation at a time that they've delivered record profits towards their employers. The reward for these Herculean efforts? A back-to-office plan that may or may not have included a proper mask or vaccination policy. Frozen compensation that does not take into account the wild inflation that we are currently experiencing, 6% and minimal acknowledgement of the enormous economic gain for shareholders, but not for employees. I want to pause here and say that I just want to express my love and gratitude to those of us who are not white-collar workers, folks who have been on the front lines the entire pandemic, healthcare workers, teachers, nurses, and every other profession that never had the opportunity to be remote. The burnout and resignations are also happening in those industries, and it needs to be approached differently than what I'm talking about today. And I want to be clear about that. I can't give advice for every industry. It is quite literally historic how much folks who actually work the front line have gone above and beyond. And that is something that is worthy of acknowledgement, even in just my little podcast. So back to our topic. People are just quitting. And I really can't think of any more justified scenario than the one we're living through. However, I want you to know, dear listener, that you can plan your exit from a job that is neither paying you or growing you in a way that minimizes your cortisol levels. So let's take this step by step. If you have the emotional bandwidth, step one, be clear about why you're leaving this job to yourself. Write down the reasons, bullet them out. Is it the pay? Is it your sanity? Is it coworkers? Is it a manager? Is it overwork? Is it a client? Is it the remote versus office conversation? When you write things down, it gives you a reference point as you're shifting through job listings and you're going to interview processes. It allows you to say, oh, this is the thing that made me quit my job. Why am I considering that in a new employer? Step two, sanity and solidarity. You are not the only one going through this. At this point in the process, you're still employed, and so it's really time for you to comb through everything you've done for this this company. Document your wins. Did you launch a campaign in the middle of a pandemic? Did you deal 200% volume in demand for X product or X service? What did you do? Do your coworkers know what they do? 
Do they know what you do? Are you an appreciated, valued member of the team? Take the time to write it down. It's okay if you don't remember. That's why it's important to take the time to talk to folks, comb through emails, work documents, because you cannot walk away from a job without knowing your impact. If you are not able to articulate the impact of your work, you are setting yourself up to take less compensation than you deserve in a couple months. Step three, the part where most people think it starts, but actually hate the most, updating and rewriting your resume. You have to write a resume for impact. At this point, I'm not sure people care what you do as long as you can do something, do it well, and learn quickly. And so they want to know what the impact of your projects are. What's the impact of your work? Did you convince a new client to try something new? Did your rewritten email make it all the way to the CEO and said a new policy in place? What were the deadlines that were hit? Did your personal touch have an impact on patients, customers, clients? That step two, documenting the impact that you had, it allows you to write a much better resume or hire a resume writer if that's within your budget because a good resume writer can take your messy, rich bullet points on impact and streamline those edits into something that's going to make a recruiter salivate. Step four, criteria. Before you start looking for a job, be clear about why you're leaving and what things you want in your new job. So what are the three things this new job absolutely has to offer you? What are the three things you will not tolerate? Again, having clear criteria makes your job search a lot less cluttered and you can put out a vastly higher quality level in your application process instead of just spamming recruiters and putting out a hundred different applications. The quality and consistency of your applications are going to beat out mass applications 99 times out of a hundred. Step five, I want you to plan for rest. You may not have the financial cushion that you did after the last year, but can you take a two-week break? If you can't afford to, I highly advise you do it. If you can't afford to take a break between jobs, I want to advise that you take the time to plan a staycation with your paid time off before the end of the year or in the first three months of your new job. You have to plan your rest intentionally because I'm here to tell you that burnout does not heal in two weeks in a job switch. Burnout is a long-term recovery and it can take up to a year or more to recover from serious professional burnout. So if that's something you're suffering with, Be intentional about how you're going to plan rest. Now, the five steps I just listed were for folks who have the emotional bandwidth to hold on, do a proper job search, take it step by step. So these next steps are for folks who don't have the emotional bandwidth. You have already quit your job, in which case I have steps for you too. Step one, stability and sleep. You quit, you walked out, you sent a resignation letter effective today. Whatever the situation is, please go to sleep. Rest is immediate in a situation where you had to do that. Step two, when you've caught up in at least a week's sleep, sit down and bullet it out. Why did you leave? It's going to be very cathartic for you to write down why you left, even if it's just in a Google Doc to yourself or in a notebook. It's also going to be really instrumental in shaping your job search and what you will and won't tolerate as you're looking at new employers because we all need money. Reach out to any coworkers that you were on good terms with. Solidarity among coworkers working during high stress periods is really valuable to your career. Let 
them know that you appreciated working with them and ask them, you know, you could say, I'm busy doing reflections. What will they miss about your presence on the job? The insights that our coworkers offer us when we leave are really illuminating. Hear them out. You might find out that you were actually considered an expert in an area that you previously thought you were just dabbling in. Step three, in the same way, you sit down and you write out your top three. Yes, hell yes. These are the things I need in my next role. And your top three, hell knows I will not tolerate these top three items as I look through as I look through these roles. I want you to apply to roles that meet your top three needs. One of which I'm assuming is getting paid for your experience and knowledge. It is the payday podcast after all. So plan this out. Overall, there are a couple big things folks miss out. One, rereading your HR manual. Why? Because most policies for healthcare have to honor it even if you quit on the first. So, for example, if you quit on December 1st, your health care should be good until December 31st. Now, this is really important because it means that you could conceivably quit on the first, take a two-week break, not lose health care coverage, and go straight into your new employ- employer and their health care kicks in before you've lost coverage on your old job. This may not be as important in the very early part of your career if you're in your 20s, but as you get older slash assume more responsibilities, having to reschedule your own doctor's appointments for yourself, a spouse, children, or other dependents and do a job search is an enormous headache. So picking a last day that offers you most coverage saves a lot of headache, lowers those cortisol levels. Other thing that people really miss out on, 401k information. I have had many clients tell me it's not a lot of money. And I say, if it's more money than you would leave on public transportation, a bus or a train, let's go get your dollars. You probably haven't looked at your 401k or 403b since you were hired. But if you're leaving, quit, or planning on quitting, make sure you reset your password. Make sure the email address is set to a personal email address and that you write down your password. You're going to need access to that 401k, 403b account in order to roll it over into your employer's new retirement account or into a rollover IRA. Just a quick note here, always remember, pre-tax dollars go into pre-tax accounts. You don't mix the pre and the post-tax accounts and we won't have any problems with the IRS. And then overall general note, get your paperwork, people. Again, read the HR manual. What do you own? You may not own the intellectual property you created for your organization or the work you've done there, but you should take time to re-familiarize yourself with what you've done during your tenure and how much of that you might actually own versus the organization. So my previous statement Did your suggestion make it to the CEO? Were you the one who ideated, executed, implemented, and then reported on an idea? Did you do a full circle? Before you lose access to the share drive, use your lunch hours to examine your work and make sure you have the proof to back it up. Be clear, based on reading the HR policy, what belongs to the company and what you own. For example, if you make beautiful presentations, you probably don't own the content in those presentations, but you could templatize that beautiful presentation that you probably spent at least a dozen hours creating so that you yourself have evidence of your ability to execute an idea even if you don't own the content. Just a general example. Another thing people leave behind, pay stubs and tax documents. Now, gone are the days where you're going to have a whole file cabinet with this stuff dating back years. But it's useful information for you 
to compare your net salary and benefits and what you are paying for that over the course of the years. It takes 30 minutes to sit down, download, save your pay stubs, any corresponding tax documents, and it will allow you to make better salary comparisons. You're like, okay, in 2018, I was making this much, and this is how much it was bringing home, and this is what I was living on. And in 2021, it was this much. It'll allow you to plan future salary jumps better. Future preparation makes for less stress. And lastly, know your job search timeline. So this is tricky. In a typical job market, interview to hire might be six weeks to two months. That is not what we live through right now. What we're living through is a hot job market. There are folks who have gotten an offer the same day as interviews have concluded. So make sure that when you're talking to your colleagues and your friends about leaving, that you know how soon you'd be prepared to make a move. I have one last word of advice for you. Don't burn bridges. Let them get dusty instead. Let them get covered in dust, even if you're never going back again. Burning bridges is a permanent act. And although many employers have proven they deserved such actions, it's not good for you. And you are who I care about. Let them bridges get dusty. Don't burn them down. Life has been hard enough. Make your life easier. Speaking of ways to make your life easier, if you're getting ready to start a podcast and you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to get started. It's free. Anchor distributes your podcast for you across multiple platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Their app allows you to edit straight from your phone or computer, and there's no minimum listenership to start earning revenue. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Making the decision to leave your job is one thing. Actually doing it is another. I just remembered, I do have one last, last tip for you. When you're leaving a job, if you are on good terms with your employer and you're leaving for some reason other than your manager, for example, make sure to have a 15-minute meeting with them and let them know Zoom face-to-face, simply because it's considered better etiquette than them getting a bing and they see an email with you saying, thank you so much for my time here. My last day is December 1st. Make sure that you give yourself room to decide who gets the most amount of etiquette from you and who deserves the least amount of your time. You can get your new job and you can own your job search, but you can't do that unless you know why you're leaving, what's driving you out there, and how you're going to rest. This is your host, Samantha Mantra, signing off. Take care and enjoy the rest of your payday.